You are now entering a world, a world beyond our own dimension, where men are men. A world where men are the masters of their own destinies. A world where the laws of society no longer exist. This is the Society of Scoundrels. What's up? Hello. Hello. We're back. How's it going, guys? Good, man. So far, so good. Welcome to the Society of Scoundrels. For those of you who have never listened before, I'm Brian. I've got Steve. I've got Josh with me. What's up? We are six feet apart. Just want everyone to know. This is six feet. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah. But that's okay. That's, yeah. You guys look pretty clean. We're not social distancing only because we all work together. So Yeah, we stay what pretty we close to each other regularly. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I got yelled at for using a porta potty today. Yeah. Fucking losers. Yeah. He got mad because there's COVID-19 out here. And he's like, don't use my porta potty. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> we're like riding together and this guy's just fucking yelling at me for using his porta potty I was like, oh, sorry, dude. You're more than likely to get fucking hepatitis from this porta potty than COVID-19. COVID-19? Have you ever heard of the company XYZ Builders? No, I haven't. Well, my name's XYZ, motherfucker, and that's my shitter. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, I'll find a better porta potty then. <laughs> Yours sucks anyway, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Smells like shit. Smells like shit. Yeah. <laughs> you should clean this. This is thing. a real yeah. shit house over yeah. here you got. Yeah, well, your porta potty's a piece of shit. <laughs> Smells like shit in there anyways. I don't give a fuck. I'm yeah. going somewhere else. What an easy layup of like poop jokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should have said it. Smells like shit in yeah. here. I'm really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. But yeah. Uh-huh. Awful jokes. Yeah. I told an awful joke a little while ago. <laughs> Did you tell it to me? watching that video of the girl with no arms and no legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she lost her arms and legs and they were interviewing her brother and they were like, what's one thing that, what was she like when she was a child? And Brian goes, well, she used to be taller. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. We got really dark there. Uh, but I was like, dude, you got to have like a good sense of humor when you lose your arms and legs. Yeah. You, yeah. Or else your life is just. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, know it's just I mean. full of tragedy at that point. Like, yeah. So, but you got to have a good she did yeah. head cool. on your shoulder. It's the only thing she's got. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway. High five. Yeah. Uh, high nubs. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Give me nubs. Oh, um, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I broke down and finally bought a PlayStation. Yeah. So um, I did go ahead and move forward with console gaming just because of the whole can't get internet at my house fiasco. Right. So I like canceled the computer build that. I was having done just because like I can't support it 
like I, I won't have the bandwidth to have like a gaming PC. So right. I just had to fix that itch and I broke down and bought a PlayStation. So that's good. My wife was like, all right, yeah, you can do that. How much do they cost? And I'm like, uh, I think you can get them for like 280 bucks now or whatever. And she's like, all right, that's $600 reasonable. later. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought, I bought a, a PS4 Pro and then I bought like an intercooler and like controller $700 later games yeah so $600 later that's like, awesome oh, I spent a little more than the 300 I promised yeah yeah you can't okay. half ass it dude no you gotta go you gotta get right into it yeah, yeah. I, agree I agree with you but it's cool that like I was able to like uh scrounge up my old uh, PlayStation network profile. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I didn't like lose all of my trophies and shit from before. So I don't have yeah. to start from scratch. So that's that pretty cool. cool. That is cool. I don't think I've ever even looked at my trophies on PlayStation. No. Yeah, I just get on there and play casually. And well, if I got a PS4, mm -hmm. would my trophies from my previous PS2 be on there? I don't know how if, that works. If they're on your profile. I don't even know what my profile would be. I was in... I don't think the PS2 was even like... I don't know if they had trophies. Yeah, I, I don't even think it PS3. was... You couldn't even connect to the internet on that thing, so there was no way to store it. You definitely yeah. could, because I feel like you could do the browser on PS2. Really? Oh, really? I feel like you could do internet I browser. had PS2 when I was... Oh, maybe. All right. God, how old maybe. was I? I don't know. Maybe. I, I can't remember. I vaguely remember that. How because there was, was the I? PlayStation. That's going to bother me, dude. I was probably like seven, seventh, eighth grade. <laughs> no, not four. <laughs> seventh, eighth grade when I had my PS2. Yeah. No. No way. Yeah. You're a little older than I am. Oh. Because how old yeah, are you? I am. I'm 28. Oh, I just turned No, 20. I'm 29. I'm 29. Okay. Wait. Well, I just. Jesus. No, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm 20. Okay. It's 2020, we call right? Laura? Yeah, yes. I'm 29. She might be able to tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I have this huge hole in my brain. Um, yeah, I just turned 27. Yeah, okay. So, because I had it. Isn't that special? Yeah, I was going to say, because we had PlayStations in like fifth, sixth grade. Like, it was yeah, still yeah, middle yeah. school oh, when yeah, we had yeah, PS2s. Yeah. So, seven, seventh, eighth grade yeah. for me. No, that would make you older than me. How? What? Wait. What do you mean? If I had it in sixth grade and you're two years younger, well, I got than me, it. You late. would have been in. Well, fourth I got grade. it later. I didn't get it when oh, it came out. Okay. Like I got it like a little later because I had my GameCube for like ever. Yeah, because yeah. PlayStation Three came out when I was in college, which would have been two thousand eight, two thousand nine. You guys keep me well, feeling shit. young. Cause Hang on a minute. You're like my two two of my closest friends, and <laughs> maybe you're like I was ten years younger than me. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I was fifth, sixth grade because I remember when PS. Three came out. It was like a big fucking deal. Yeah, and I was in college, so that was like oh eight oh nine. When okay, so I would have been. Um, so PlayStation Three came out for you. You would have been in tenth grade. I feel like that eleventh grade. Oh, something would have been your sophomore junior year. Is that electric <sighs> tape on your finger? It is. <laughs> Tight, it is. dude. Super yeah, cool. Man. Oh, that's an interesting <laughs> yeah. story. Um, I was there when yeah. that happened. Yeah, it's good stuff. That was uh, should should I tell him what is what happened? Yeah, you can. I so he no was lifting weights in the gym. Yeah, and um, I was supposed to spot him on his <laughs> five. I really, it squat. really was not like I like how you said hey. supposed to. <laughs> it, well, because it was like really like ah, oh, there's really no way you can spot. Well, me. That, yeah, that was the point. Like 
it's a 500 pound squat. I'm like, if shit goes wrong, what do you want me to do? I was like, just right. scream for help. Cause watch that's all you I fall do. down. Yeah. Call 911. I can't lift 500 pounds off of you, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I, so I walked it out in this shitty little rack and I hit it for two. And yeah. I was like, I've never done that before. Mm-hmm. And I'm in this shitty little rack. Mm-hmm. And so I got kind of surprised and excited and I was putting it back in the rack and I kind of lost my balance and oh, the rack sucks. 500 pounds yeah. on my, I'm really lucky. Like looking back, thinking about it, I'm shocked. I hadn't on those like, like hook. Pins. Yeah. And they're yeah. sharp, yeah. you know, like I'm shocked the barbell didn't like take it off, take it off completely. Yeah. Like my whole fingertip. I was yeah. very lucky and it was very, it was deep. Yeah, you are. I didn't think about that either. Yeah, super lucky. You're lucky. You just grabbed the skin. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, it went deep and it, it, it's healed really nicely now. But um, I'll show you how I'm, to do it. Since time. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> but since I figured, technique. since I like yeah. go and piss and shit and other people's porta potties and make them angry, <laughs> I figure I should probably cover it up really well. Right. Yeah. Because I might no get one. coronavirus in the porta potty. Yeah. Don't yeah. get infected. Social yeah. distancing, bro. There's a pandemic. Yeah. Come on, bro. What the fuck? Really? I wanted I had to be no like, idea. Whoa, that's crazy. You're also 35 fucking feet away from me. You should have pretended you had no idea there was a pandemic. I'm telling you, dude, you should have like, just shit outside of the porta potty. <laughs> You're not, oh, my bad. Just dude, drop trowel and just chucked a deuce right in front that. of the door. Like if he, I was like, oh, these guys won't let me use their porta potty. So I whipped my pee pee out and just pissed right in front of them. Oh, he would have he probably laughed. Oh, dude, speaking of... Because that's your... like... I don't know that he would have done that, but he would have really yelled at the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah, that's exactly what he would have done. Speaking of whipping your pee-pee out, that's part of what happened to me in Vegas. Did you whip your pee-pee out? No. Oh. He whipped someone else's pee-pee You whipped out. another pee-pee yeah. out. Oh, shit. No, that's kind of weird. No, that's, that's definitely not what happened. <laughs> Fucking Joe Exotic over here. <laughs> uh, All right, you guys want to drink these beers? Yeah, yeah let's, let's drink yeah, some beers. Let's pop them open, dude. All right. So, um, what do we got? What here? do we have today? So, what do we have for Johnny? I guess we'll preface this by Josh being on like a. Yeah, I'm not drinking. He's not drinking because he's on a uh, 30 days 30 of sobriety. Days sobriety thing. Okay. So, um, it's just me and Steve, which yeah. I'll explain after the review. That's cool. But uh, so this week we're doing Sierra Nevada's coffee stout. Um, and if you guys don't know what Sierra Nevada is, you don't drink enough beer. Um, yeah, and then on the back, it's six point two alcohol, six point two percent alcohol by volume, and it says it's a cup of Joe and a bold beer are great cold weather companions. So we blended them for the ultimate taste. Our coffee stout is a fusion of dark roasted malts and rich coffee for layers of bittersweet, fruity, dark chocolate, and caramel-like flavors. Mm, sounds delicious. So, I like coffee. I like coffee. Don't know about it. It's starting to get hot outside. I don't usually drink coffee stouts in the summer. I feel like coffee stout during the springtime is a little weird. Or like, (laughs) that's all right. You really want it like November. But there's people that like, that's what they like. They're going to drink it all year. Psychopaths need to be happy too. Let's let's give it a shot and see what we got here. Sierra Nevada. Cheers, buddy. Sierra Nevada. That's uh, Chicago, right? That's where the... um, breweries I thought, no North i thought Carolina. sierra nevada was in Asheville, um, right yeah yeah there's I, one I, no shitty cities have breweries are you saying chicago's a shitty city i mean come <laughs> on, <bro. laughs> we were all thinking it <laughs> yeah it's uh, yeah. come on it's a shithole but like seriously you notice like 
nicer, kind of like more friendlier it's cities. Hipster. It's hipster places, it seems like. Yes. Yeah. Like places that are hip and like we're close getting to pretty trees. Hip. Yeah. Here I've in been Charleston. for years, dude. Dude, we're hip as fuck. <laughs> We've been hitting up breweries for I just, a long time. Like I said, time. on my way here, I just drove past another brewery and tap room opening soon. All right, you taking a sip? Yeah. All right, I'm going to take one too. Hmm. Yeah. Kind of tastes like a brown ale, which, I mean, it's a coffee stout. Did you just put those two words together because of the color? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely uh, brown. It brown. tastes brown. No, like a brown ale, you know? <laughs> like I like brown like, ale. Yeah, you would kidding. think brown tastes. Yeah. <laughs> brown and blue. You know? That's good. I, what I, you guys, Steve, you want to you wanna review Yeah, it I'll first? go first. Um, flavor. I'm giving it... It definitely has some flavor behind it. You know, don't, don't use I, a decimal. It's, it's it's like a, a nine point. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> An eleven point uh, two. No, it's, <laughs> it's a fourteen and point five. God damn it! Did you just say fourteen and fourteen and point five? <laughs> Did you see that? That's how my brain works. I was like, what number should I just fucking throw out there? I'm gonna pick a random number. Fourteen, not even in. a number. Not no. even. It just fourteen and not even a word. It wasn't even really a word. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? Fourteen and uh, yeah. no, 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 no. It's like I'm giving that a seven. Seven flavor. Okay. Um. Steve's brain's like, pick a number, any number. Yeah. Banana. <laughs> <laughs> Tissue. No, shit. Uh, <laughs> fuck. No, I'm going with, so then, um, I'm not going to really keep this in my fridge. I don't think I would go with that. So, But I will take this at like a get together. Yeah. Um, God, but last episode, you'd put an IPA in your fridge. I feel I like we're really changing Steve, dude. Um, yeah. The drinkability. Let me get another sip. I feel like a stout. It's got to be a little heavier. Yeah, it's heavy. Um, drinkability is higher is harder, right? Yeah. No, lower. Oh, lower is harder. Yeah, harder. That's right. Higher is easier. Drinkability. It's That's more like a drinkable. four. I'm going four. Okay. Overall, I'm giving it a five. Okay. Five out of That's ten. Good. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, yeah, cool, 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 but, but cool, 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 cool. what you were saying a minute ago, it reminded me of the Brian Regan joke where he talks about your brain switching in the middle of a sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, he's God, like, he's that's like, my you're life. trying to tell somebody like, take care and good luck at the yeah. same time. You're like, take luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think my, I'm an idiot. Yeah. I, think, I think my best one was um, I couldn't uh, decide between uh, I'm going to fucking kill you or I'm going to fuck you up. And I just settled with, I will fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's in a movie with uh, Which still John sounds Cena. Kind of badass. Right. I will yeah. fuck you. No, I will enter you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, stop. You're not very good at this. Yeah. Um, Bro, I look like Mark Wahlberg. Ain't Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. What movie was that from? Uh, Trainwrecked. That's with, right. Uh, Dude, Amy it's funny because like I, I was going, I was seeing a movie with my buddy like back in high school and we used to like eat at like McDonald's and Taco Bell and shit all the time. And we're like standing in line to get our movie tickets. And he looks at me, he goes, Hey dude, what are you gonna get? And I'm like, What do you mean? He's like, What are you gonna get? Oh, he's like, Oh, well, we're seeing a movie. <laughs> <Never> mind, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Well, uh um, anyways, what's your what's your rankings you given? I'm beer? giving it uh for flavor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it like an eight. 
Um, Strong flavor. Good two, dude. Okay. Two, I'm definitely keeping in my fridge. Okay. Because he, um, he did take it out of his fridge. He did. Drinkability is like a four. All right. Yeah. And then overall, I give it also an eight. Damn. Nice. That's a good. That's a good score. I think for it's this. a really good beer. This. Oh, yeah. I'm. To me, this is one of the better coffee stouts that I've had. Yeah. Um. I like coffee stouts, but some of them are some of them are a little too bitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that strong I think, coffee. I think aftertaste. for me is like I drink coffee. Yeah. And like when I'm drinking coffee, I'm like, oh, I'm getting ready for my day and waking up. Right. When this is I a drink, breakfast beer. Yeah, you could have it for breakfast. <laughs> Absolutely. If you it's like how to start drink most it days. Seven yeah. in the morning or something. <sighs> yeah. Which I've know. done, but I'm not a big coffee stout fan. Yeah. I like but. screwdrivers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> morning. I like a good Bloody Mary because I'm usually drunk still from the night before. Because nothing says I'm fighting a hangover like drinking tomato soup and vodka. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what's nastier than that is, uh, and I don't mind Bloody Marys, but just the tomato juice to me is like, yeah. whoever thought like I want to drink this is kind of gross. But Dude, the, I like the clamato juice or clamato. Yeah, I don't it. like that. Ugh. Uh, Clams and oh, tomato Oh, no, no, no. Juice. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. I don't like Ugh. the other one. I don't like Bloody Mary's. I like Caesar's, which Don't is... they make a beer that's got Clamato juice in it? Probably. It's like some redneck-ass beer. I can't remember what it is. We could review that one, and I'd probably yak in yeah. the floor. Oh, but... dude. We oh. should do, like... <laughs> dis- we tr- should try to find the most disgusting beers and do that one. Yeah, like something yeah. with a... Um, and just shit on it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like, fucking try to, try to find something... <laughs> Try to find something where the area code is triple zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's, it's hard to drink. Yeah. It's, it's there's like, no flavor. It smells I would like definitely not keep it in my fridge. In a glass. Like, I wouldn't even keep this in your fucking fridge. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even Gross. keep this in the fridge at the store that I bought it from. Yeah. Jesus. I would, so that would be like prohibition. I'd just be breaking yeah. bottles. Uh, <laughs> just go to the yeah. store and throw them on the ground. Yeah. yeah this is garbage. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, my thing, uh, my sobriety thing is, I, I did want to tell you guys on the air because I wanted to get your initial reaction. Yeah. Um, so I went to, you know, we do our annual physicals for work and then I do an annual physical with my doctor. So, and then they're six months apart. So I get an annual physical twice a year, every six months, right? It's good to do. And, uh, so I did my annual physical uh, I, I, so I got my blood work back uh, a couple weeks ago and then I got a phone call on the 23rd. So this is how I know that this was the first day. Um, and in the past six months, my liver enzymes have elevated so much that ev- either I have a alcohol related issue with a fatty liver or I have hepatitis. Ooh, okay. So I have to go 30 days without drinking so we can test my blood again and check my liver enzymes mm-hmm. because I might have hepatitis, which is super dope. Dang. What happens if you do? Then I can keep drinking. <laughs> <laughs> because hepatitis is treatable. So, okay, so they'll treat you. So we're hoping so what for, if it's hepatitis. Hoping for hepatitis, yeah. dude. Hepatitis. <laughs> hepatitis. Um, no, if it, if it is related to drinking, I just need to be better about it. Yeah. I mean, I drink more than I should, but like, um, I would just have to go like on the days that I do go hard in the paint. I just got to make those days normal days. 
Because mm-hmm. I have I, I have my days where like I drink like a couple beers and then you know like like here or whatever yeah. or, like I have a couple beers with dinner, but then there are other days where I drink, you know, two and a half bottles of wine. I'm probably just gonna have to stop doing that. Well, I just want you to know you're my friend and I love you and I hope you have hepatitis. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> I really hope you have hepatitis. <laughs> That's what we're hoping for. Dang. Yeah. yeah. Hope it's a communicable disease. Yeah. <laughs> Not alcoholism. Yeah. Fucking get fucking get you some hepatitis, dude. Yeah. But you can't cough hepatitis onto me or anything. No, right? no, okay. no, no, no. Yeah. I gotta, we transfer yeah. that Just with COVID-19. Blood. Yeah. yeah. You want to okay. share some needles, though? Uh, yeah. Then we could definitely pass that. Hep get that Rona yeah, and the hep at the same time. <laughs> You're in great shape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great shape. God. So, anyways, man, what happened to Vegas in Vegas? Oh, oh that stays right. in Vegas. Sorry. Yeah. Um, mm. No, dude. Fuck it. I'm bringing it back. Oh man, that okay. shit was wild. I um, figured it was. I saw the list of people that went, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I bet they were. Yeah, it was crazy. So we went. So this is my nerd corner segment. Okay. Is, I'll, I'll just tell you what happened in Vegas. So, um, first night. So. Vegas for me is like kind of different because my mom lives out there. So uh, I usually spend the days with my mom and then the nights with the people that I go with. And uh, so the first day I get there and I help my mom do all of her shit, like we get cases of water and like fucking 60 pound bags of rice and like 40 pound bags of salt for her water softening thing yeah. and like do all that stuff because she can't lift all that throughout that, the year. Those bags are heavy as fuck. Yeah. My, my parents' house was had a... We had to get salt for their water softener. Man, right. they were heavy as shit. Yeah. So we do. Anyways. So, so I do that every year. I go out and see her. And uh, so I did that the first night and picked up one of our friends at the airport. And uh, she was like, all right, well, let's go. Let's go pick up some liquor. And I was like, all right, uh, we're not going to go to like any of the places on the strip because they charge you like an extra $15 because they can. Right. Like, like a cheeseburger on the strip is like. $12, like a double cheeseburger mm. from McDonald's. So um, we we pull into this place and she's like, we're going in together, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to send you in there alone. And it was ghetto and thug as fuck, dude. She nice. was scared as shit. One of those where like you walk in and it's like, you have to ask the clerk behind the counter to go further behind the counter mm. to get alcohol. That's cool. So we got this like, uh, fucking handle of vodka and it was like $13. Nice. <laughs> cheap as shit. Um, so we got that and and started drinking um, her and I and then our other friend came in. So uh, he, he met us at the hotel. We got squared away and um, then our, the last two people that were coming weren't going to be there for a little bit so we're all drinking and hanging out. The last two people get there and we've already got like a pretty good buzz cooking, right? Yeah. So um, we go down. So you guys are really annoying to the people that are just arriving. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But the, but they expected it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh-huh. that's that's Vegas. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's the five of us. And um, the, the last two to get there and the first person to get there. Um, so we'll we'll call the first girl that got there. Um, Stacy. Okay. And okay, then time out for a second. Did your wife go with you? No. Oh. No, yeah, yeah. My wife wasn't there. So the first girl to show up was Stacy. And then the the last two to show up were Karen and Dave. And then okay. the the second guy to come, 
who was who was drinking with us and sharing a room with Stacy. Uh, we'll call him John. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a really generic name. I was trying to think of something creative. <laughs> yeah, I was too. Um, so uh, I was going to say, I was going to do my brain almost did the two thing. I was like, Timothy and Thomas. And I was like, Tomothy. <laughs> Come on. So Stacy, Karen, and Dave all go to the poker room because they like okay. to play poker. Yeah. And John and I don't like to sit in a poker room for hours. So he wants to go play blackjack and I want to go shoot craps. Right. Yeah. So, um, we're hanging out, whatever. And, uh, after our shenanigans of the first night settle up, like, uh, John and I wake up early, earlier than everyone else the second day. Right. Everyone's sleeping. So John and I like kind of walk around and look at some stuff and we go to this restaurant and we're eating there and, and start drinking at like 10 a.m. Uh, so we're eating and we're drinking. We're having a good time. We're hanging out with this bartender. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, she's having a good time too. Or it seems like, I'm sure she was just working, but uh, she seemed like she was having a good time. So she had to leave her day job as a bartender and go to her evening job as a bartender at this club. And she's like, hey, I work at this club. Uh, you guys are cool. You should definitely come check it out. And I'm like, dude, there's no way. Have you? You see me, right? I don't get into clubs. She's like, no, it's cool. I'll put your guys' name on the guest list. I was like, no shit. She's like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, give me your name. Write it down right here. Um, and then I'll I'll put you on the guest list. I was like, fucking tight. So like, we gave her our name and then um, go back to our rooms. And everybody else is awake at that point. And we're like, hey, we got invited to this club. And everybody's like, yeah, we're not doing that. Like, that is stupid. We're not 21 years old. Like, there's no way I want to hang out at a dance club. And we we're like, yeah, you're right. But maybe. And they were like, yeah, no, definitely not. And we we're like, all right, cool. <laughs> but maybe we'll just go and you guys can do whatever you want. Yeah. So, like, we hang out and drink. We go down. We play some casino games. And Everybody goes back up and they're like, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to go ahead and like, we ate some food or whatever they ate at the buffet. And, uh, they were like, all right, we're going to, we're going to go catch a nap before tonight. And we were like, all right, cool. So John and I stay awake and we, we go down and we play some more casino games. And I was like, dude, you got to check out Fremont street. So we go to like the old downtown, right? We catch a cab, we go up there and, um, we walk down, we walk down old downtown, which is called Fremont street. And we look at some shit and see some pretty cool shit. We go into a casino, play a couple games. Cause it's cheaper. Like they have $5 minimum tables up there. Right. And, uh, we're just getting blasted, dude, just drunk as shit. And, um, we leave this one casino and outside there's this kid doing magic. So he does this magic trick and I lean in real close and I'm like, yo, I know how you did that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, all right, man. Cool. cool. Like, leave me And alone. so he does another magic trick. And I was like, dude, you did that like this. And I explained how he did the magic trick. And he's like, yeah, do you like magic? And I was like, I fucking love magic. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I can tell. Are you any good at it? And I'm like, no, I'm garbage at sleight of hand. But like, I know how it works because I'm fascinated by it. And he's like, super, that's super cool, dude. I'm like, yeah. You know what, man? I'm going to drum you up some business. So I start walking down Fremont Street and I'm like, yo, what's up? You got to check out Kid Magic. Come over and I'm like barking for this kid and pulling people in off of the street out of casinos to watch him do this magic <laughs> show. That is not even really that good. No. 
So we do that for like 20 minutes and John's like, all right, dude, we got to go. I I, want to go in and get another drink. So we go into like another casino to get some drinks. And uh, these two ladies sit down next to us. And like, I've, I'm privy to the situation because I've been to Vegas before. Yeah. And uh, these girls are like, oh, what's up, fellas? Ladies of the evening. I I look right at the one that like sits next to me and I'm like, no. (laughs) She's like, what? No, I can't do that. I can't afford to hang out with you. I don't, I don't want to hang out with you. And she's like, what do you mean you can't afford it? You're in Las Vegas. And I was like, I have money to gamble, but I don't have money to spend time with you. (laughs) And she's like, oh, come on, man. Just, just get to know me. And I'm like, no, I don't No, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. And she's like, just ask me some questions. Ask me what I like to do. Ask me, you know, where I like to hang out. And I'm like, fuck it. All right, let's do this. Whatever. What do you like to do? So like, I have this conversation with this lady. And, um, I don't know, I'm just hanging out talking to her and then John's behind me talking to the other one and a couple minutes go by, we get our drinks or whatever. And, and, and like, I get up, I don't remember exactly, but like I get up to like go to the bathroom. That's what it is. And, uh, I come back from the bathroom and John meets me outside of the bathroom and he's like, Hey man, um, I'm trying to buy drugs from this lady is $300 a good price. And I'm like, no, that's an awful price. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, I already gave her the money. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I already gave her 300 bucks. And I was like, where is she? And he's like, oh, she said she'll be right back. And I was like, no, she's not coming back, dude. That prostitute just stole $300 <laughs> from you. And sure enough, dude, she never came back. Jesus. So like, this was just the start of that night. So later that oh night, our friend, our other friends come back out and they go to a poker room again. And John and I are like, yeah, we're not doing that. So yeah, we go, we continue to go out. John plays blackjack for several hours. I play crafts for several hours. And, um, our other friends, like you said, are in a poker room. So like, we're not with them. Right. Uh, and several hours, call it six, 7 AM. Mm-hmm. Um, John and I, even separate from each other. Right. And we're just belligerent blackout drunk. Like there's no way we can tell anything. Right. Um, so no, the two of you guys. Yeah. So, uh, I know code name John. <laughs> yeah. I think I do too. <laughs> um, so what happens is I leave the casino and I go out, the rear, essentially like the rear of the casino. Uh-huh. And instead of turning right to where like everything is, I turn left and I start going the wrong way onto like the backside of the strip. Right. So I end up behind this convention center and across the street, they're building another convention center. It, the building's essentially done, but like they're still working on it. And sure enough, man, I'm back here. I don't know where the fuck I am. I'm lost as shit. And I got to piss. So I'm like, all right, there's definitely a bathroom in that building. There has to be. It's a building. Buildings have bathrooms. Mm -hmm. That's logic. I'm going to make it. I'm going to find a bathroom. For sure. So these people walk out of this door and I walk into the door and I start walking through this building and like I'm passing a couple people or whatever. No big deal. And uh, I get to this like security gate where there's this guy behind this glass paint like this glass room essentially yeah and uh again someone walks out of this door and i walk right into the door like just past the security 
keep walking, keep walking. And then eventually I'm like by myself. And then I'm in this hallway, there's doors just on either side of the hallway. And I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. Well, like none of these look like bathrooms. So like I keep walking, keep walking, keep walking. And then this guy comes up like walking towards me and he's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? And I'm like, nah, man, it's cool. I work here. And he's like, no, you don't. I'm like, you're right. I don't. I'm super fucking lost. I have no idea how I got here. And he's like, what the, you got to get the fuck out of here. So we walk and then like behind one of these hundreds of doors, (laughs) seems like hundreds of doors, he opens it and kicks me out. And now I'm on the backside of this construction site in another alley I've never seen before in my life. Drunk as fuck. And I'm like, fuck. So like, I got to walk down these concrete stairs. Miss the first step, face first, boom, fall down all of these stairs, like probably 20 stairs. Jesus. Fucking smash my elbows, oh, face okay, first. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine now. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure. Um, and then I fucking hit the ground. I'm at the bottom of these stairs and I stand up and I'm like, I still got to piss. So I'm like, all right, if I pull my dick out and I piss in this alley and a cop happens to pass by, I'm going to jail. For yeah. sure. Oh, absolutely. Right? But it's not illegal to piss your pants. <laughs> Did you piss your pants? So I stood there and Fuck I pissed yeah, in my pants. <laughs> oh, nice. my God. So I'm just standing there in piss-soaked pants. It smells awful. And I'm like, fuck, dude. I got I to gotta figure out how to get back. I have no idea Jesus. where I am. I have no idea how to get back. Sure. And uh, so like, I call my wife at this point. It's like... 9 a.m. in Vegas, which is like 11 a.m. here. <laughs> so I call her and I'm like, I'm super drunk. I'm lost. I love you. I have no idea where I am. I and she's like, oh, my God. Okay, well, what's around you? And I'm like, I don't know, this building. And I'm like, I think I'm near the Venetian. Yeah. And she's like, okay, you're near the Venetian. Boom, my phone dies. Oh. So I still got piss-soaked pants. Yeah. And, and in my mind, I'm like, dude, I got to get a cab. And I got to get back to my mom's house. I don't know why, like, I didn't think to go back to the hotel. But I was like, I got to get a cab and I got to go back to my mom's house. There's no way I'm going to get in a cab with piss-soaked pants. So I got to walk around until my pants dry. (laughs) So I just walk. Like, I think I ended up looking at my Fitbit, like, or my, my watch the next morning. And I think, like, between the hours of, like, three and... 10, I took 14,000 steps. Fuck yeah, get them steps in, dude. (laughs) So I walked like five fucking miles for two hours until my pants dried. Nice. Finally, my pants dry. I get to the Venetian. I like, I get to where the the valet is and I go up to this guy and I'm like, uh, I need a, I need a cab. And he's like, yeah, all right, cool. So the, the, the valet guy goes to hail a cab and he's like, uh, where are you going? And I'm like, uh, and he's like, dude, you aren't saying words. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I heard that. And I definitely wasn't speaking English. I'm sorry. Uh, and by that time the cab pulls up. So like he opens the door, I get in the cab and the cab's like, all right, where are we going, man? And I was like, I just need to go to my mom's house. And he's like, okay, great. Where is that? And I'm like, no, she lives here. I just, I need to go to my mom's house. And he's like, I don't know where the fuck your mom lives where you're like, you need to tell me where we're going. And I was like, dude, my mom, I, I got to get to my mom's house. My mom lives here in Las Vegas. It's not a big deal. And he's like, if you don't give me a fucking address, 
you're going to get the fuck out of my cab right now. And then just immediately, like a moment of clarity, I'm like, uh, one, two, three, yada, yada, Main Street, Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. You know, and he's like, all right, cool. So like we go <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm sure I doze off, but like we, we get to my mom's house. I, wake up and I go to the door and I knock on the door and it's like fucking 11 a.m. at this point. And my mom's like, what, what's going on? And I'm like, hey, I need uh, $40 for this cab. She's like, all right, cool. So she gives me $40. I go to the cab, give him, four, give him the $40. And he's like, all right, see you later. And I uh, put my hand in my pocket. I had $200 cash. So I had no idea oh, why shit. I borrowed 40 bucks for my mom. <laughs> I, go, I go into my mom's house and I'm like, hey, my phone died. Do you have an iPhone charger? And my mom doesn't have an iPhone and she doesn't have an iPhone charger. No. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to go to sleep. Uh, so about this time, our friends in the hotel wake up and they're like, Dude, uh, where's Josh? Yeah, they, they're like, where the fuck is Josh? And um, my wife was calling them. And she's like, have you seen Josh? Do you know where Josh is? And they're like, no, we have no idea where he is. Oh, no. And they're like, oh, fuck. Uh, his car keys aren't here either. Because I borrowed my mom's car when I'm in oh, Vegas. Okay. Or one of her cars. And um, they're like, dude, his car keys <clears> aren't here. I hope he didn't fucking drive. What if he drove somewhere? And then they look on the bathroom door and they're like, dude, the shirt he was wearing is hanging up on the bathroom Ooh. door. Is this motherfucker shirtless, like asleep <laughs> in his car in a parking garage in Vegas? And they're like, dude, fuck, I don't know. And uh, so Laura's like, the last place I heard he was was at the Venetian. So my friends all rally together. They go down to Harris casino, the, the casino, and they're like, "Have you seen like the big Asian guy we were with last night?" And they're like, "No, nah, we haven't seen him." And they're like, "Fuck!" So they go over to the Venetian. And they're like, "Hey, did this really big Korean guy like start a fight last night?" And or no, no, no. they walk up to the security guard and they're like, "Hey, we're looking for our friend." And immediately he just says, "No." <laughs> and they're like, Fuck wait, no. no, we're looking for a friend. He's this really big Asian guy. Did he get in a fight? And the guy's like, no, I haven't seen this guy. I've never seen this guy. Vegas has him now. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Great, dude. That's great. So he's like, this happens all the time. You don't understand. He'll be fine. And they're like, fuck. So they go back to the room. Still can't find me. Laura is afraid to text my mom and like put her in a panic and be like, we lost Josh. We can't find Josh, right? This is literally the hangover. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah, very He's much so. He's living the hangover. Yeah. And uh, so they call Clark County Jail. They call Las, <laughs> Las Vegas City PD. And they're both like, no, we don't know if we have him. And we won't know until after two because processing doesn't start till 2 p.m. So the last thing they hear is they have no idea if I'm in jail. Right. So they start like, they're like, all right, dude, I guess we got to call the hospital. Laura finally texts my mom or texts me. My mom finally found a phone charger, like from her friend or something. I was asleep and I was charging my phone and text messages came in and my mom saw that Laura was texting. So my mom called Laura and she's like, Hey, what's going on? And they're like, I'm so sorry to bother you, but we can't find Josh. And my mom's like, no, he's fine. He's asleep right here. <laughs> like, <laughs> no worries at all. Yeah. And they're like, oh, thank God, right? Oh, found him, right? Yeah. So I wake up hungover as shit. <laughs> I, no, I'm still drunk. Like, I wake up and I'm yeah. still drunk. And now I have <clears throat> to install security cameras at my mom's house. <laughs> so I'm in Las Vegas, leftover drunk as shit, crawling around the attic, installing oh. security cameras in her house. God, and damn. I meet up with those guys later that night and I'm just like, dude, that's it. I can't, I can't drink anymore. And, uh, they're like, nah, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. And, uh, so we're sitting there and we had met up with this girl. She was a dealer and they were dealing these guys cards all afternoon. 
And uh, so we're sitting at this bar and our buddy, John, we'll mm-hmm. call him, is yeah. like talking to this girl, like spitting some pretty mad game. Like I'm, I'm impressed. And I'm like, dude, this is a, I think John's going to get it in with this dealer chick. And uh, so they're talking or whatever. I'm just sitting at the bar drinking water, like trying not to die. And uh, John just like, the girl's talking to him and looking at each other very intensely, having this conversation. And he just like leans over and looks at me and goes, I have to go to the room right now. I'm fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) So like I take him, I I was like, all right, dude, cool. I'm sober. I'll take you back to the room. So like we go back to the room and go to sleep. And then just like the fucking, the last day was just like an absolute wash of like the other guys are trying to drink the rest of the way through because they don't want to get hung over and they're also not trying to go to sleep that night and they're just going to go right to the airplane which was a huge fucking mistake and then coronavirus starts to hit that morning so like all of our flights get delayed we're stuck in the airport for hours like I was supposed to I was supposed to be home or I, my plane was supposed to leave at one and my plane didn't end up leaving until 4 PM. No and I God. was like the last one. So it was just like a fiasco of a way home. I just, it was just such an awful, <laughs> like just bender of just terrible decisions. See, like it's a movie. Nothing yeah. about that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it doesn't. Some of it oh, sounds fun. Oh my but- God. Yeah, I mean, fuck, that's crazy, man. Yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. Yeah. Well, oh, you want to do the news? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just segue right into that. Yeah. All right. I will say though, that's uh, this is the last time I'm going to party that hard. I'm too Whew. old. I'm too old. Yeah. Now. I, I spent like three days recovering. Yeah, when that's I got hard home. to do. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I wasn't with you guys. I'd be like, yeah. I- I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I don't have the energy for this. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely like 29. Like I cash that in before I'm 30. Yeah. And I don't think I'll ever be able to do that again. Yeah. Like that was, that's how I used to do Vegas. <sighs> and so like I got there and I was like, yeah, dude, I can fucking do this. And I yeah. could, I could nope. not do it. I could not <laughs> do it. Damn, dude. All right. You guys want to do the news? Yeah, let's do, let's do it. All right. The news. The news. The, the news. <laughs> the news. <laughs> All right. We got a, uh, our first story is um, from NBC News. This is a California woman accused of licking and ruining $1,800 in groceries. What the fuck? Yeah. So I guess like the they, ice cream thing where they open the lid and lick it and put it back. Yeah. Oh. I guess she went into a Safeway in uh, South Lake Tahoe. Isn't that a gas station? And is this, is Safeway a gas station or is that a grocery store? I think it's a gas station. It might be a gas, gas station. But anyway, um, the police got called to this place and uh, they said this 53-year-old lady was, uh, they booked her on suspicion suspicion of felony vandalism for picking up groceries and licking them. <sighs> and uh, that's how we got coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, <laughs> they, lady. They deemed all the stuff in her shopping cart unsellable because of cross-contamination the items that they destroyed were uh costume jewelry why you would lick costume jewelry i'm not sure meat and <laughs> liquor they uh she didn't have an arrest liquor. record literally but, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah they apparently she didn't have an arrest record but the police knew her 
tight. It sounds yeah. like a real upstanding citizen. Yeah, she's in. Uh, she remained in custody instead of a posting of ten thousand dollar bond mm. to get out. So, I just thought that was an interesting story. Like, why you just go into a Safeway and start licking stuff, dude? She was probably high on meth. Probably had to be. I don't know where you get that idea to do that, but yeah, unless she was just fed up with everybody's social distancing she's like i'm gonna show them yeah that sounds like something i'm gonna I lick would, everything that, that sounds like something i would do in very vegas very weird just coughing yeah, it sounds like <laughs> it now <laughs> um this is another uh interesting story that i think this just just became a, a story today but um this is a story by tim daniels from the bleacher report ex-nfl running back chris johnson accused of funding a murder for higher shootings so Titans running back. Um, like our buddy Joe Exotic? Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what that sounds like. He didn't. Yep. Uh, Trump will get him a pardon. Apparently he didn't have the deed done, but he is accused of paying and providing material support to an alleged gang member who was accused of murdering two men who shot Johnson and killed his friend. Yeah. I guess these are new charges. Um Another NFL player in trouble with the law. Hmm. It's not like a surprise, surprise. But uh, yeah, they um, they alleged that he paid Dominic Bolden and helped him become a leader in a drug trafficking organization. Holy shit! <clears throat> so that sounds like a much more in depth story. If they helped him become the leader, yeah, yeah. I feel like you got to kill more than a couple guys for that shit to go down. Absolutely. Yeah, so they're saying there's no validity to the accusations, but um, but that's what they're accusing of. Um, let's see. He he last played in 2017 and uh, signed a one-day contract to retire with Tennessee in 2019. So he hasn't been playing, but he probably won't be playing anymore, I guess. I don't know. Definitely not in prison. Yeah. <laughs> no. This ain't the longest yard, bro. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Now, this is a coronavirus article yeah this is about your uh this is by sophie mcavoy from bustle i don't know what bustle is but um this is about your groceries when you buy groceries in the store and the uh coronavirus so it's the answer to the question should i disinfect my groceries basically so everybody's so freaked out about this virus that i guess people have been wondering if they were supposed to do anything to disinfect um, the items that we buy from the store and they want to know... I feel like the easy answer is yes. If there's potential contamination. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say yes, you're right. Yeah, because but I the, mean, the grocery workers don't change their rubber gloves right. from wo- working no. a register to t- stocking shelves. So. But there's a doctor at Harvard Medical School, Julia Marcus, and she said at the moment there is yet to be evidence that transmission is happening through food packaging. So she said also that that doesn't mean it's not possible, but there's the risk is probably very low. Right. But, so, but that's just because we don't know. Right. That's just like when, um, I mean, like a week or two ago or whatever, when all of the coronavirus infected numbers took a huge jump. Right. But that's because we developed more and quicker tests. Yeah. So it's not like the people prior to that didn't have it. It's just we didn't have the testing of it. Right, yeah. And that's what I tell people too. Like everyone's like, oh, the numbers are rising. 
Right, because we've gotten more tests. Right. Like, don't panic. Well, people are skewing things and changing things. Yeah. And, I mean, I was just reading to him earlier today, to Steve, about there was like this post and it showed all the zip codes in Charleston and it showed all the cases of yeah. coronavirus, but then yeah. it showed potential cases and all this other stuff and it pumped up the numbers, of course. Right. And it was like, well, that's not accurate. Like, that's just right. speculation. And right. not, did, you don't have any evidence that there are more cases. I would imagine there are more, but that doesn't mean you know how many there are. Right. And so it's like this, almost like this scare tactic they're right. using as opposed to just the one graph that just shows how many have been confirmed in these places. Yeah. You know, you could say, oh, well, the chances are that this many people in the population have this, but right. that doesn't mean they do. Right. We're in a city that's not as densely populated as some of the bigger cities. So right. your chances of having it here versus like New York are probably much lower. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, um, she says that uh, you just need to wash your hands after you put your groceries away. And then again, if you open any containers soon after shopping, uh, it's very likely for it to still be viable after a few days on the, any surface. Right. They, um, they said it was detectable on copper up to four hours on cardboard on cardboard up to 24 hours and on plastic and steel for up to 72 hours. I did read that. So, somewhere. Um, I mean, if, I guess the other thing you could do is buy groceries and then just wait, you know, three to four days before you use any of the stuff you bought and you'll probably be fine. Just jazz that shit with some Lysol, bro. Yeah. Maybe but, not like your apples and right. eat them. I'd probably wash those. That's the, that was the cure. The thing I was curious <laughs> about is, yeah. is like fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Like, you should probably wash those like you regularly wash those because you right. don't, you're, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't know who's handling those groceries before you buy them. But, right. but how do you wash vegetables? What do you do? I mean, with warm water. You just rinse them, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know that that really does anything. I mean, but I did hear that the coronavirus doesn't do well in water. So, yeah, I don't think. I mean, I wonder if you just like soaked them in a. It's like the age old thing is like the solution to pollution is dilution. Like eventually, like there's so much water that nothing. You know, you're increasing the parts per or decreasing the parts per million. Right, right. So, I mean, yeah, it's 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 probably not like a hundred percent clean, but it is much better than the 10 people that just manhandled your tomato before you bought it. Right. And then you step outside the grocery store and take a bite into it. Like true. You're probably right. doing yourself a, a much bigger favor by at least rinsing it off. Yeah. yeah. They, um, I, they, cause I wouldn't recommend like using dish soap. Right. <laughs> probably <laughs> to, not. To clean your like, tomatoes. Bleach. Yeah, don't bleach it. Don't bleach mm. it, dude. Maybe well, the, dunk it in some antifreeze. Yeah. That would it. kill it. And you. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the NHS, who is, what is that? National Health System? Society. National Health Society. Uh, recommends to actually fruits and vegetables, washing them with water which is good general practice outside the virus to prevent food poisoning. So yeah, hell yeah. obviously I, think, uh, I like, must work for them because that's exactly what we just said. Yeah. I don't yeah. know anybody that doesn't like wash vegetables before you use them. Right now. I mean, granted I'm kind of like on the fence about whether you really need to wash certain things. If you're going to cook it. 
Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Because the heat's going to kill yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I still Either do way, it. it's just like good general practice. Yeah, the just, one thing I don't... Just be like, gross. Yeah, just like washing your hands. Like, yeah. I, I can't... Or even the social distance, distancing thing, honestly, like, I feel like that's just good general practice anyways that you should be... Like, right. I appreciate so much now that... Because I don't do this to people and it infuriates me when other people do it. But like when you're at the grocery store... And you're in line to put your shit on the conveyor belt. Yeah. And the fucking lady behind you is just up on your shit. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, you're right. clearly next in line. Yes. Just back the fuck up. Yeah. Right. Like, so, like, I'm just really glad yeah. that people are staying away from me. I had a woman do that to me the other day at the store. Yeah. She's like, I promise I won't sneeze on you. Yeah, but you're also, like, two inches away from me. Yeah, that's annoying me. But I'm gonna sneeze on you, Yeah, bitch. I'm gonna <laughs> fart on you, too. Get that pink eye, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you should have been like, oh, no worries. <laughs> Right in your oh. face. <laughs> yeah. You fart when you cough. <laughs> no, but I cough. I got a weak. My I got a weak sphincter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this I would imagine is probably also coronavirus related. There's a lot of coronavirus news. I don't yeah. know if you realize. I would that. like some good news. Um, waffle House sold out of its waffle mix online in just four hours. That's good news. Um, uh, they're shit. keeping them alive. Keep this them is an article alive, by dude. CNN. Um, you may have to get your breakfast fix elsewhere for now. I guess they decided that um, they decided to put their waffle mix out for purchase because obviously we're not going to Waffle House right, right. now because the entire world shut down. But they uh, they began selling it so people could make it at home. They put it out, and four hours later, it was all gone. So I would imagine they're probably going to do more. Yeah, I would hope so. Um, Where else am I going to go? Fucking IHOP. They're selling it in like little bags and it's uh, $20 an order plus shipping. My my biggest thing about the Waho is not so much their waffle mix, but where do I get some of that Burt's chili? Because oh, yeah. I love Burt's chili. Yeah. What the fuck is that? It's their chili mix that they use. They have chili at Waffle House? Yeah. You get it on your hash browns, dude. Really? I get mine. You can get anything on your. I get mine. <laughs> yeah, covered, it still makes it good. Covered, chunked, topped, peppered, and capped, and country. So, Jesus, uh, covered is with cheese. Chunked is with ham. Peppered is jalapenos. Topped is chili, and country is gravy. So I get chili and gravy. God damn, it's a lot. On of my hash browns. Wow, oh, I love it. It's so wow. good. I always get them smothered, covered, and chunked. That's about all I do. Yeah. That's cheese, onions, and ham. Yep. Yeah. I like that. good. I think, did we talk about this? Like that, how that works? You know, like when they're yelling the order and shit that like different things mean different things. Like when they say pull, that means meat goes directly onto the grill. So they say pull one bacon, pull one sausage, right? Okay. So they pull that out of the fridge and put it on the grill. And then they say mark. And then whatever they mark, they have like this little system of the plates and where they put like single condiments on the plates tells them what the next order is. Huh. So like if they say mark, mark one plate scattered, which means you're going to add shit to your hash browns because if you don't add any shit, they say mark one in a ring or they say drop one in a ring. And that's when they use the ring and drop the, they ladle a scoop of hash browns into that ring okay. because they come pressed Right. And then uh, if they say like mark, mark one scattered, uh, smothered, covered and chunked. So then they'll pull out and they'll actually lay a piece of cheese on the plate 
uh, they'll sprinkle like a little bit of onion and grab like a ham. So then when they get to that plate, they know that your hash browns right. have cheese, onions, and ham on them. That's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, everybody's got their own system. Right. That's, that's kind of cool. And the, the jelly, like the different jellies mean one thing. And then if the jelly is upside down, it means another thing. Like it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Have you ever seen the guy ranting online about uh, the, the Atlanta? Not passing the health. Yeah, Atlanta yeah. Journal. Oh, yeah, He's like, yeah. we fucking know. He's like, of course. That's why we go to Waffle House. Because I go there because I can get the All-Star Slammer for under $5. <laughs> He's like, you know that guy on the grill is going to make the best patty melt you've ever had in your life because he doesn't know if this is the last meal he's going to cook because he might go back to jail this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I once saw a guy drop a half-cooked egg on the floor and put it back on the grill. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got to get a dirty cup. You tell them you got a dirty cup. They'll go back. They'll bring you a dirtier cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. He talks about you get you don't ever get your whole meal at once. Right. Yeah. He's like, uh, one time I got half a waffle and I was like, yo, I ordered a waffle. And they're like, yeah, you ordered a waffle and he ordered a waffle. So we cut it in half. We give you half of yours and the other half to him. And we're, we're going to make another waffle. That way you can eat your half a waffle while we make your other half a waffle. <laughs> <laughs> That's waffle. Yeah. That's why you go. Yep. Yeah. The and experience. like half the time people go there, they're drunk. Half the time. Oh, well, I mean, I like to go just in the morning too. Like, you know, I don't have to be drunk to go to Waffle House. I'll take the little guy to Waffle House sometimes and we'll just live it up, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's true. I guess when I was younger and went, I wasn't drunk. Right. Oh, also, but, actually, I uh, I wanted to say something about this. It drives me crazy. I just did it. I know. But like when people tell me a story and they're like, yeah, when I was younger, I did this. And it's like, dude, no shit. If the story's about you. You were younger. Then it was in the past, which means you were younger. Yeah. No story is ever like in the future. This is going to happen to me. Back when I was older. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Drives me crazy. Or like. I, I mean, Benjamin Button could say that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but like, uh, or like the other one that gets me is like, um, hey, what'd you do today? Oh, well, I woke up and I had breakfast. Uh you don't have to tell me you woke up. You're here and having a conversation. So clearly you woke up this morning. Like, thanks for wasting my time. Yeah. You know, another one that kills me. And I, I tell my wife this and it makes me laugh because if you're carrying something like that's fragile and people are like, don't drop that. <laughs> yeah. You're like, no shit. <laughs> Even I'm if it glad wasn't you told fragile. me I was going to spike it on the floor and see if it would <laughs> right, really break or if right. that's just like uh, urban legend. Hey, I got to get out on a plane this afternoon. Fly safe. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to hop right up there and yeah. take control of the fucking wheel. And show this pilot how it's yeah. done. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. If we're not flying safe, we're probably not going to be flying anymore. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be my last trip. <laughs> like Ron White with his joke about the, the guy panicking on the flight. And he's like, Hey man! Oh hey yeah, man. yeah. If one if of the one engine, these engine fails, how long do you think this gonna, the other one's going to carry? He's like all the way to the scene of the crash. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> all right, I got another one. This is a uh, a Dutch woman. This is from Reuters. A Dutch woman, aged one hundred and seven, survived the coronavirus. Oh shit! Good uh, for her, yeah. dude. She's probably the oldest survivor of the pandemic in the world. Uh, she got sick on March 17th, 
uh, and that was the day after her 107th birthday. They said that uh, she and 40 others at the service were subsequently diagnosed as carrying the virus. Um, 12 people out of that group have died, but damn, she told but she was told Ger- by her doctors that she beat the infection. But old Gertrude made it. Yeah, they didn't Good expect her, her to survive. Um, but apparently, she's healthy. Like they said, she doesn't take any medication. She still walks well. She gets down on her knees every night to thank the Lord. From the looks of it, she will be able to continue to do so. So. Not all bad news when it comes to coronavirus. And that's one thing that drives me nuts is that the media is just emphasizing how terrible this virus is and how many people are dying, but they don't ever talk about like how many people are recovering from it. Right. Which is the large majority. Right. Overwhelming majority yeah. of I people mean, that are getting it are 90, completely recovering. Yeah. 97% of people are not yeah, dying from it. Exactly. So... I think that's something to think about when people get freaked out about the coronavirus. News needs your chances of dying from it are less than two percent. So, or maybe they're at two percent. Whatever it is, right? You have a ninety-eight percent chance that you'll be just fine. Yeah. Um, and also in the same vein of coronavirus, this was an article I found um, that I thought was really interesting, and this is from an epidemiologist. Coronavirus could be exterminated if the lockdowns were lifted. So this guy says he's a veteran scholar of epidemiology. He was the head of the Department of Biostatistics, Epidemiology, and Research Design at the Rockefeller University in New York City. His advice was that we should stop the social distancing so much. Mm -hmm. He said that we're really just prolonging prolonging the coronavirus outbreak rather than doing anything to truly mitigate it. And I read this and thought it was very interesting. And I think he probably raises some good points in it. He said that it could be exterminated if we permitted most people to lead normal lives and sheltered the most vulnerable parts of society until the danger passed. So obviously the older people or people with compromised immune systems, but everybody else still needs to socialize. Right. Um, They're trying to flatten the curve and he doesn't really know why, like he said, but what happens is if you flatten the curve, you also prolong to widen it and it takes more right. time. And it doesn't, if it plateaus, that means it stays the same rate. Yeah. Right. But if it's a curve, that means it descends right. at a regular rate. And he said he doesn't see a good reason for a respiratory disease to stay in the population longer than necessary. With all respiratory diseases, the only thing that stops the disease is herd immunity. About 80% of people need need to have had contact with the virus, and the majority of them won't even have recognized they were infected or have had very, very mild symptoms, especially if they're children. So it's very important to keep the schools open and kids mingling to spread the virus to get herd immunity as fast as possible. And then the elderly people who should be separated and the nursing homes should be closed during that time. They can come back and meet their children and grandchildren after about four weeks when the virus has been exterminated. He said that the standard cycle of respiratory diseases is a two-week outbreak, including a peak after which it's gone. He pointed out that even in a regime of social distancing, the virus will still find ways to spread, just more slowly. He says you can't stop it, uh, the spread within a family and you can't stop it from spreading with neighbors. 
with people who are delivering, who are physicians, anybody. People are social, and even in times of social distancing, they have contacts, and any of those contacts could spread the disease. It will go slowly, and so it will not build up herd immunity, but it will happen. And it will go on forever unless we let it go. Um, and then they asked him about Anthony Fauci, the White House medical expert for um, pre predicting significant numbers of COVID-19 deaths in America, as well as major ongoing disruptions to daily life, possibly for years. And he replied, well, I'm not paid by the government, so I'm entitled to actually do science. <laughs> yeah. So uh, apparently this guy thinks we've got it all wrong, which I kind of was leaning in the same direction. I think that my opinion of the whole thing I've been saying for weeks was if we just stay apart from each other, when we get back together, I think it's going to spike again. Right. I do too. Well, it's like the thing we said, so, we've said with herd immunity before is like, even if the majority of a group is quote unquote immune to it, it's still going to get spread throughout that group regardless. Right. You know, it's so, getting spread. Just nobody's suffering effects from it because right. they've, built up some type of an immunity to right. it. And I, I do think that there's a lot of, I mean, it's the same concept with vaccines. Yeah. So people don't seem yeah, to understand. That's a, like, which is, that's the stance that we, we had and, and that we were saying is like, if you're immune or vaccinated or whatever, if, if it's only a percentage of the population, the whole population is going to get it. Right. If, 40% of the population gets it, right. whether or whether or not they're vaccinated, but it's just going to be the level that that illness, disease, whatever you want to call it, has evolved to yeah. in order to overtake the group. Well, I think there have, there have been some countries, maybe Scandinavian countries, I want to say it was like Denmark or somewhere like that, that were doing the opposite of us. And they were having exactly what he said. They were having the old and elderly and, and like, People with compromised immune system yeah. and they were keeping them separated and having everybody else just go about their daily lives. Right. And apparently, you know, of course they saw spikes in the numbers and then it dropped off drastically. Right. So I think there is something to be said for that. Yeah. I, I understand that people don't want to die from this thing and I right. get that. But it's when you go back to talking about like the flu, you're like anybody could die from the flu. Right. But your chances of dying from the flu, unless you're sickly already, are very slim. Right. You're probably going to recover and be fine. Right. This may be a little bit more dangerous than the flu, but not significantly more dangerous. Right. It's similar. In, or, or really like yeah. any virus, right? Like, right. I mean, chicken pox could right. lead to shingles, yeah. which is very painful. Right. You know what I mean? But like the majority of kids get chicken pox and once they have chicken the uh i think uh is that a well, i think there's herpes, a vaccine herpes. for it, no. it well yeah but like chicken pox is a form of herpes yeah you know what i mean but it's not like it's not in the same category as genital herpes or whatever and then people say like oh well once you have chicken pox you're not going to get it again and that's just the same Right. Epidemiology we've known about viruses for years. Well, before they had yeah. a chicken box vaccine, they would like put kids together so that they would just go ahead and get it out of the way. Right. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, so and so down the street's got chicken pox. Let's send uh, little yeah. Johnny up there. And That's what my mom did with me. Night. She yeah. was like, oh, like one of our friends, like family friends, their kid had chicken pox. And when I was like real little, and my mom right. was like, oh, I'm going to bring my kid over. Okay. I got chicken pox. Yeah. Of course you did. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it's similar to like the influenza, like it's a different strand. Right. It like, just like chicken pox is a different strand of herpes. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know. I feel like we've known this information for a while. Yeah. I, yeah. Which again, I'm not normalizing it. I'm not saying it's okay that like people are dying and like, I don't know. Fucking no. Listen to whomever you want to listen to. I just like, I have some problems with the way CDC goes about their information and saying some things are okay now, right. but they weren't okay fucking months ago. Yeah. The CDC is like the governing power on all things medical science. Right. So it's like, you know what I mean? If, if they're like, oh, no, no, it's okay. I'm like, fuck that. That's kind of stupid. But also, they're the reason we have penicillin. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that we use penicillin regularly. So, uh, you I know, pick and choose your battles. Make your own opinions. And I'm yeah. not I'm not a necessarily a conspiracy theorist, but I do sometimes get suspicious about certain things. I do think that there is a... a certain level of suspicion to this whole thing mm -hmm. in the, in the way that it's being, uh, conveyed to the public. Yeah. And I'm very suspicious of how it's going on. And I told Steve yesterday, I was like, and I don't, we don't normally get political in this show, but I did find it interesting that we were talking about the upcoming presidential election mm -hmm. and we were talking about like, okay, today, was it today or yesterday? Bernie Sanders dropped out of the race. Um, yeah, he's out. Right. So Joe Biden being the front runner, it's it's long been said for the last six to eight months that the guy is seems like he's suffering some some type of dementia. <laughs> he can't string a sentence together. Right. Without sounding like an idiot. And I go, it seems awfully convenient to me that right about the time that he's campaigning to become the president of the United States. Oh, conveniently, we have this pandemic and now he doesn't have to do any public appearances and he doesn't have to speak in public. Sure. So it was funny. It he was, on, he was doing an interview yeah. with this woman and she was, he was like, Trump needs to get more tests, this and that for the coronavirus. And well, he's like, he needs more tests. I wish he would just act like a president. And then he was like, like he stopped. Yeah. And then the woman started like ask, like kind of like, asking him another question about it. And he's like, oh, that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> she's what like, I said was she, dumb. Yeah, and she was like, well, uh, what, uh, what, what did you say? And he goes, N nothing, no, huh. no, go on. <laughs> and it was like really awkward. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, no, and that's kind of... Uh, Again, I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist. Anyways, I think I think conspiracy theories are interesting, yeah. and they have possibility. That's what makes them fun, right? Yeah. You know what I mean. But like, yeah, I don't know if you guys remember, but a very similar thing happened with a much more scary disease several years ago when Barack Obama was running for his second term, and all of a sudden we had Ebola outbreak, right? It's a strange and the thing about it is whether I'm right or wrong, yeah. I know I'm not the only one thinking this. No, right. And, and that's what I'm saying. That's what makes it fun and to me and interesting. It really should be a red flag as to like what we actually think of the federal government. Yeah. Right. Because people think no matter what, anything bad that happens, we a lot of people automatically think that there is some underhanded kind of scheme involved yeah. right and it also it also really reveals what people think of the media because right. from the time that this pandemic started they could be telling they could be 100 telling the truth 
but we have been, they've told so many lies right that now people just automatically are like well don't believe everything the media says right because they're just shit they're right. well-known liars. Right. They, they they lie all the time. And you're like, well, you can't trust what they say. No. So when they tell, it's like the boy who cried wolf, you know? Yes, absolutely. You hear you're, so you're many lies from them. Right. When they do tell the truth, you're skeptical about whether they're even telling the truth. So well, nobody knows what to think because they're like, well, they're telling us this, but that doesn't mean that's true. Yeah. Right. Because I even can't if it trust is anything they say. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do a uh, let's do a little segment of watch this real quick. I never did the news closer, but that's oh, okay. That's okay. That's all right. We know uh, the news. Watch is this. It's in the news. And that's the <laughs> news. It is, it is in the news. Okay. And that's the news. All right. News. Watch this. <laughs> All right. Watch this. Watch this. That was a <laughs> scream everything, dude. All right, yeah, dude. <laughs> it's, think... like a, it's like a it's like a monster jam announcer is what you sounded like just there. Yeah, yeah. dude. This Sunday, 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 watch Sunday, this Sunday. Show. All right. I think since hey, we haven't fucking show done yeah. an episode since this came out, I'm yeah. pretty sure everybody knows what we're gonna say. It's more of a review. This. Everybody, if you haven't watched it, you got to watch Tiger King. You have yeah. to watch it. Tiger King is the most amazing documentary Dude, I've ever seen. 14 days without sports, and I'm watching a gay zookeeper turn straight men gay with tigers and meth. It's amazing. It is. <laughs> Greatest cool. thing ever. Did you, it my, it is a, just white trash heaven right there. Dude, yes. One of my favorite things is like, uh, I can't remember. One of the things, the articles from one of the producers was like, we had to throw away so much film gold because he would not stop using the n-word <laughs> that oh, doesn't shit. surprise me at all not at all Ooh. he's like like uh, over a hundred hours of gold of him just, just dropping thrown racial away. Well, i heard they're gonna do yeah, episode eight episode eight dude there should be a season two about well, fucking putting to. jeff in jail yeah. because fuck that guy oh man yeah yeah Jeff's a monster, dude. Oh man, he's the yeah, real he villain. Yeah, he is. I, fuck Carol Baskins, but Jeff, yeah, is the real monster too. What was that meme I read you today? It was like it had the picture of Jeff Lowe, and it was like, it's oh. like when you're, um, this is what you look up and see when you're trying to find the guy in the Buffalo Wild Wings oh. who keeps playing Shine Down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's all the memes that just keep coming out. I'm like, okay, all the memes are done. And then I'm wrong. There's yeah. more memes. Uh, so many. Memes. Oh, I have so Jesus, many gifts dude. saved in my phone. Oh, yeah. Well, ready, ready for conversation. If anyone oh, out there has been living under a rock, Tiger King is about this zookeeper and he has like 200 tigers or something. Yeah. In this, 227. It's one of the yep. biggest private zoos in the country. And this guy is absolutely batshit crazy. Just a shit show. And... That everybody in the show is batshit crazy, absolutely. Except for like maybe like the DEA. Or I mean the the D the, the district attorneys. Yeah, that are that are trying to prosecute. Although, did him. you see the one guy? Like the in his one, house the with one all the lawyer masks? is an awful lawyer. Oh yeah, the Carol, one with the polka dot tie. Carol Baskin's husband. He looks like a. Oh clown. no, that guy. Oh yeah, yeah, the polka dot tie. He looks like a clown. Yeah, like he paints yeah. his face. On the weekends and Absolutely. it's a comedy. Jesus Christ. It is. It's crazy. It's, yeah, it was a wild documentary. 
Um, don't want to spoil anything yeah. from the documentary, but it's just you need to watch. There's it. so many things going on that there's certain crazy things you'll see in it, and you don't even bat an eye because it's not nearly as crazy as the other shit you've seen. Nope. And uh, so the I tigers a, are just a small fraction. Yeah, and that's the other thing is my my wife when I told her I was like you got to watch this documentary and she was like well am I going to be mad about the tigers and I'm like it's really not even about the tigers honestly no it's no. about the train wreck that these like the lives these people live yeah and the shit that happens yeah I, I watched mean, it twice yeah I started to watch it a second time I was like I know what happens yeah I get but like it. you pick up on little things I know but I was like because there are some comments that are made where you're like. Wait, did he just say that? And then you watch it the second time and you're like, oh, he definitely said that. And that don't make no fucking well, when, sense. When yeah. he was getting attacked by the one tiger. Right. Uh-huh. And he was like. <laughs> Steve does his impression of that all the time. And, so it, and uh, when the tiger's Ow. dragging him, he's like, ow. <laughs> Bam. God damn you. You bitch. You bitch. <laughs> and he's I'll getting dragged I'll put one away. right between your eyes, you fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> fucking bitch. And uh, so. He's like, someone put something on my boot, like cologne or something to get me eaten. And then it zooms, it goes to Carol Bash. She's like, the only way a tiger is going to eat someone is if they're like covered in sardine oil or something. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, hey, holy whoa. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, again, that's what I'm saying is like, she yeah. doesn't say it exactly like that. So when you watch it the second time and you pay attention, you're like, yeah. oh, fuck. Is that yeah. exactly what yeah. she said? Well, and it's funny too, like, when they're like, some say that I killed my husband. And she just like goes, that is just crazy. <laughs> and you're looking and you're like, like, oh, this bitch God, this killed bitch her killed her husband, bro. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Go watch Tiger King. Please people. go watch it. It's if, if you're quarantined and hold up in your house, it's going to be the greatest yeah. seven hours of your life. Yes. I think it's seven episodes, wasn't it? Yeah. Seven, seven. I don't know, but it's worth it. Yeah. It's and they're coming out with an extra one next week. Yep. This week, Man. I don't know. Supposedly, Kim yeah. Kardashian's gonna get him out of prison. I want to sure. see if we can interview. <laughs> I want to see if we can interview somebody from that show. Oh my god, that'd be great! It would be awesome. <laughs> I don't know if we cool. can get Joe. Oh my god, but whew. I have his shirt. Yeah, yeah, I saw your shirt. I was on episode three and yeah. I was like, I gotta buy ordered. I just ordered a shirt on my third episode. Nice. That's how. Wrapped Dedicated. up in that shit you get. Yeah. They had, have you joined the uh, Tiger King memes Facebook group? I don't have Facebook. Right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I think you're missing out, though. That's where all the memes Oh, it's are. the greatest stuff. We joined it and uh, it was hilarious. But um, yeah, so watch Tiger King. Yep. Definitely check it out. Um, I don't know if we discussed with you. Our I don't top know if you five. have a list. You didn't. But uh, my son mentioned it. Two weeks ago, he wanted us to do it. Not that he listens to the show because I can't let him listen to the show, but right, he likes to give input anyway. So we're going to do this off the cuff, I guess, Josh, and you can just wing it. Do you know where that term comes from? Real quick to interrupt. Off the cuff? Yeah. I heard it the other day and I can't remember what the story was. Do you see? I literally heard it like... Do you see? Well, no, maybe I don't. a month ago. Do I don't. So um, back in the day... Dress shirts had these really large cuffs and they were actually like paper cuffs that they would fold back in order to protect the clothing from right. sweat and things right. like that. So on their paper cuffs, when they were giving speeches, they would write notes. 
so they didn't have to read off of a card or a piece of paper. So they would like read that. off the cuff. So their speeches were literally off the cuff. Makes oh, sense. wow. Cool Maybe stuff. that's not what I heard. I heard something similar to that, but it wasn't the off the cuff, I think. I yeah. think it was something different, but it was like a, the origin of some crazy expression. And you're like, wow, I never knew that. Yeah. Uh, blood is thicker than water is a good one yeah. uh, because it actually means the other thing. Uh, so like typically people are like, blood is thicker than water, meaning family is more important than friendship. Right. Um, but that's not actually not where the phrase comes from. It originates that the blood spilt in battle with your comrades and friends is thicker than the water you shared in the womb with a sibling. So it actually means that your friendship is stronger than just being a part of a family. Damn, dude. Really? Yeah. So people have been using that expression Absolutely wrong. Way wrong. Okay. That is, that's very interesting. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Crazy. Well, that's cool. Well, how about we do a top five? Let's do it. Top five. Top five. (laughs) Top five. We don't yell top five. Oh, the five at top. I feel like I feel like we have been though. Yeah. No, I've always gone top five. I feel like we've yelled it. At least once. All right. Well, at least this time. We're going to do a top five. <laughs> okay. So this, um, my son suggested this because I was trying to come up with some top fives. And he said we should do the top five weirdest animals ever. Oh, like made up animals or just? No, like like animals that exist. Just the craziest, weirdest animals you can think of. I didn't technically make a list. Platypus, but... armadillo, oh, porcupine, hippopotamus, and uh, what are those one thing's fucking sloths. That's a good list. You fucking took a couple. Off the cuff. You took some of mine, Off too. the cuff. <laughs> See, I have platypus on there as well. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, like, I, it's I like, was thinking that one, too. That was weird the one. last day yeah. fucking Michael was making animals and God showed up and he's like, what do you have got? And he's like, I have these 200 or I have 199 animals. He's like, that's fucked up. We need to round up that number. I've got some spare parts. I reckon I can just put this one together. I'll make it an even 200. God was like, do it and call it a platypus. Yes, platypus. sir. <laughs> it's like yeah. a duck looking otter thing. Yeah. Beaver, duck, otter. otter. Yeah. Yeah. It does look yeah. like it was put together with spare parts. Yeah. But yeah. I have platypus, snapping turtles. Those are interesting animals. Yeah. I've always figured giraffes were kind of weird. They were like just a big horse with a long fucking neck. Which is way more unbelievable than a unicorn. Yes. A horse with a horn. Yeah. Or a horse with a 15 foot neck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Mm. going, uh, deers have horns. I I would say gazelles have horns. A horse horse somewhere has to have a horn. Does it sound crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Giraffe. (laughs) Fucking. Yeah. You're wrong, dude. No Have you ever seen a giraffe give birth? Yes. But baby giraffe. Falls yeah, fucking and it's like, 14 feet to the earth, yeah. dude. Boom. What happened yeah. though? A giraffe. They give birth standing up. Oh, yeah. So the baby giraffe just falls like 14 planet, feet dude. and just lands, impacts the earth. Jesus. Yeah. And then like it's brutal. Gets up and struts around. But and yeah. your kid can't walk for two yeah. more years. Yeah. Wow. Humans are so weak. I know. Dolphins, when they're born, they immediately start doing dolphin shit. Did you know dolphins are like notorious for raping other dolphins? Like they're very I feel like aggressive. I did. I feel like I did know that. Yeah. yeah. I've Anyways, heard that before. Not, not nice animals. No. 
but yeah. I have a like squid. Gang rape, not regular rape, like okay. gang rape. Ooh. Like other dolphins will hold the fins of the female dolphin. I have so heard she can't that. get away. While the uh, the third dolphin will yeah. essentially molest this dolphin, and then they take turns raping the female dolphin. God Almighty! Yeah. Jeez. Not so adorable now, huh? No. Fuck flipper. Yeah, I have I have a squid. No Squids are like aliens to me. Dude, yeah. That's my number one fear. A squid? Is squid. Yeah, squid. It's fucking oh, well, weird. They're all, like aliens. All, all cephalopods. Yeah. Squid, octopus, cuttlefish. They disgust yeah, they're like very they creep fucking out. weird. Yeah. Like I don't have a problem with spiders or snakes or murder, but <laughs> murder. <laughs> cephalopods. Yeah, yeah dude. They're Give very me. weird. They're like aliens, dude. Our ocean freaks me out. Like just something um, about the fact that like one is like they're so fucking strong. But they just reach out and grab a hold of you. And then they have these suction cups. So if they don't want you to get away, they won't. Some breed of squid actually have um, like spines, like hooks yeah. in their suction cups. So it'll little like physically it's like grab weird. your flesh. And they're way stronger than you. Yeah. Crush the shit out of you. And then they got this little beak that's just pecking away at you yeah. while they're holding on to you. That's and you're going to fucking drown. And on top of that, they're, they can fit through any hole that they can get their beak to fit yeah. through. So like they, they're literally like fucking amorphous. Yeah. And then on top of that, they're so intelligent that there's film and there's video of where they anesthetize like octopus, like they put them to sleep and then they put them inside a jar and twist the lid shut. So like this container that the octopus has never seen before in its entire life yeah. will wake up inside the jar and it's intelligent enough to figure out and they'll twist the lid of the jar off <laughs> from the inside and get out and be free. Watching you do this yeah. is very silly. <laughs> they twist. <laughs> Just moving my arms yeah. above my head like I'm in a giant fucking pickle yeah. jar. <laughs> like they twist, That's a huge bro. <laughs> and then my last one is a capybara. Oh, yeah. It's like a ginormous the fucking largest rodent. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. And they're um they're very social uh with not just creatures in their genus. Yeah. Like they will like socialize with like turtles, for example, yeah. and shit. And, like very like, weird. Other other animals yeah. in the Sahara or wherever they fucking yeah. preside. Yeah. What nice. do you got? So um I think the anteater. Oh, that is a weird one. one. That is a good one. They just look weird. Yeah. I guess they're not that weird of an animal. Yeah. But they're I very loved watching Arthur on strange. PBS. The way they're... Yeah. They, well, no, they nose. are weird. They have that long nose and that fucking tongue. long skinny tongue. And then even their feet are big and loose and heavy. And they've got those yeah. long fucking nails. Could you imagine if like, like five of them were chasing you down? An anteater? And they were carnivorous, yeah, dude. And they weird. stuck that tongue like inside uh, the orifices of your body. Just like... Yeah, it's like rimming your asshole and shit. <laughs> I was oh, thinking fuck. more like your nose and mouth and ears, but definitely butthole. The butthole is an orifice. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you definitely, you're right. You're right. You definitely make entry on this. Like you're true. naked wherever ant ears are, and like five of them are chasing you down. They're like, yeah. get his butt, get his butthole, <laughs> quick to the butthole. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. Uh, All right, um, I did have octopus on my list. Yeah, they're fucking weird animals. The, the, man. the way they can just. Yeah, they can do every all these weird things mm -hmm. that no other they animal can open can do. jars from the inside, like camouflage and all. Yeah. That. <laughs> um, also, I had ant, like the ant eater, an but also yeah. an ant is a, yeah. is a weird animal to me because they they make the hills. 
Like ant hills. The way they live in the colonies, but yeah. they can also lift like how many times? Two times. Their weight? And like, 60 oh, times. Yeah. Never mind. I was wrong. I was a little off. <laughs> Which is <laughs> crazy to me that there's any. An ant weighs like a 16th of an ounce if it could only lift twice its body. Yeah. Yeah. So, what would, so what would it, what could they move? Like, I mean, like leaf, a leaf, sticks. Yeah. yeah. But they weigh next to nothing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Weak bitches. Go on. Um, Another one to me that's a weird animal is like parrots, but yeah. more specifically like a parrot that can talk. So mm-hmm. like its level of intelligence, you mean? It's or weird. like the fact mm-hmm. that it has a resonating chamber and vocal cords. Yes. And it, it can, can mimic, mimic sounds. That's, yeah. It's weird to me. Um, and then, um, oh shit. My last one was the honey badger. Oh, they aren't those afraid things, of anything. Those are dope, though. They're, They're cool. not afraid but, of no, anything. What I find interesting is not like, you know, the video where the guy yeah. is narrating the honey badger thing, like, yeah. you, know, you know, like he's all effeminate or whatever, and he's yeah. doing the whole narration. If you watch that video, he's fighting this poisonous snake, venomous yeah. snake. A cobra. The thing bites him like six or seven times. Doesn't give a fuck. He lays down. Looks like he's dying. And then after a little Rallies. short period of time, he gets back up. Yeah. And then Second he's fine. Wind. And I'm yeah. like, that thing injected him with probably a yeah. lot of venom. Yeah. And that would kill, kill like 50 right. people. That's what I find interesting and weird about the honey badger is yeah, that they can crazy animals, somehow dude. resist venom. Yeah. From a snake. So going back a little bit, did I ever tell you guys my buddy had a parrot named Fernando? No. So when I was in high school, I had this friend, uh, his name was Jordan, and his older brother, uh, we'll call him John, uh, he had a parrot, and uh, he stayed down in the basement, and and Fernando had this trick where if he was in the basement alone and the lights were off, you would hear, help, <laughs> help. And you'd go down and turn on the light, and there would be Fernando, and he'd just be like... And if you left the light on, he wouldn't ask for help. But if you turned the light off, he'd be he down there for a couple around. minutes and you'd just hear, help. <laughs> he had a girlfriend. She had a, they had a parrot and he would just be like, he wouldn't say any words, but he would just be like, ah, just fucking yell. And they'd be like, oh my God, Rocky, Jesus. And then finally they'd be like, just put a sheet over the cage. And then he would go to sleep. Um, we can touch on this real quick. We did get our first listener email. Nice. Nice. I don't think it necessarily counts because it's Chris that came and did the show with us. Oh. <laughs> so probably not. We'll but I was going to read. We'll call him He's Chris. like, do you guys want an email? Because I got an email for you. And I'm like, yeah. Send yeah. it to societyscoundrels yeah. at gmail.com. Yep. Um, so it says, quarantine snacks. Observation leading to a question. You know what grinds my gears? Serving sizes. I've never paid much attention to it prior to this fucking quarantine horse shit, but calories versus serving size. Now that you're snacking at home, why not put an actual serving size related to the caloric intake, like Oreos, 120 calories. Fucking sweet. Serving size, three. Who in the actual (laughs) fuck eats three goddamn Oreos by the motherfucking sleeve? That's a fucking serving. Three no one eats three. You eat a sleeve of Oreos or none, period. <laughs> jelly beans, six. Really? Six? Six jelly beans. Be fucking realistic. Question. 
Why are serving sizes not more accurate to actual serving sizes by the consumer? I don't know the reason for that. Uh, Well, I I think the answer is because the opposite. Serving sizes are based on caloric intake, not servings. Right. So based on the calories that they've measured that is healthy and appropriate dictates the size of the serving. Dictates the serving size. That makes sense. But yeah. He's absolutely right. It should be one handful. Yeah. That should be the serving size yeah. of your, your calories would then be like 1,200. Yeah, yeah we, but that'd be honest because now I don't be have honest. to do math. Yeah. Right. Like instead, I take a handful of jelly beans and I'm like, that was probably three. Yeah. Three servings. In reality, it's like nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. I mean, I sit down with almost yeah. anything in a box and I'm not going to eat. I'm going to eat like 12 servings. If you don't think I'm going to open a bag of potato chips and eat it in one sitting, you're fucking delusional. Peanut M&Ms. To me, the party size. Yeah. Yeah, You don't think I'm eating that whole bag. I fuck that bag up, dude. Yeah. It's not even necessarily always uh, one slice unhealthy. Get the fuck out of here. It's not even always unhealthy stuff. Like I'll get those, um, those, I don't know what they come. The one I buy buys comes in like this pink looking bag, but it's like this trail mix kind of stuff. Yeah, dude, I'll eat a whole fucking bag yeah. and not even realize I'm doing it. Dude, even if it's a yeah. uh, salad, yeah, a serving set, a serving size is like two cups. Get the fuck out of here! I'm getting the largest mixing bowl I have in my yeah, house. Absolutely, and I'm I'm eating a fucking twenty cup salad, the, motherfucker. Yep. Well, oh, the yeah. serving size of the dressing is even more infuriating. I'm like. <laughs> Who puts that much? Right. Like it's, it's like a teaspoon. Man, get the fuck I out of here. I can't even taste it, man. <laughs> Give me some ranch, dude. That's funny. So anyway, thank Bam. you, Chris, for that email. I think that's funny. Feel yeah. free to email us at societyscoundrels at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh yeah. So I think uh we're gonna call it a call it a show now. What oh, do you man. think? Yeah, I think that sounds good. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. You guys can reach us on Facebook at Society of Scoundrels. You can reach us at societyscoundrels.com. YouTube, we have a channel. I need to update it more, but uh, societyscoundrels at gmail.com. Look us up anywhere podcasts are available. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye, you cool cats and kittens. I love you. 